there. Good morning. You're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine. Happy Monday, everybody. We're getting ready for our fun drive starting at 10 o'clock. We'd love you to call up. We've got some amazing premiums. We love what we do here at KUCI. We actually wear a lot of hats. We're hosts. We're producers. We're audio engineers. We do it all. Uh, We have an amazing group of talent here. And it wouldn't be possible without your support. So starting at 10, we'd love to hear from you. I'll still be here, actually, probably manning the phones. Give us a call, 949-824-5824. All right, first up on my show is Jan Creamer. She's co-founder of Animal Defenders uh, International, also known as ADI. She is so compassionate and helps to fight for those who cannot fight for themselves, the abused and neglected animals of the world. My pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Jan Creamer. Good morning, Jan. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thanks for calling in. And you're calling in from Peru. That's incredible. I am, Janine. Um, I'm calling you actually from um, our rescue center in Peru. I'm standing next to uh, one of our lionesses. Her name is Kala. And uh, she's our our most recent resident. She came just a couple of weeks ago. And she's settling down nicely. She was was very timid, um, very frightened. She'd been kept in an underground um, room for a very long time. And so she was was frightened of everyone. But she's settling down beautifully now. She's a very nice lioness. Jan, how did you find this as your passion for life? How did this come about? Um, well, I, I suppose um, uh, I'd always uh, I'd always liked animals. We had uh, uh, animals in the house uh, when I was a child, and I'd always liked them. But I think the uh, really the, the the big moment came for me um, in the mid 1970s when uh, a journalist uh, um, exposed um, uh, beagle smoking experiments in an animal lab in the UK. And um, uh, so I, I joined the organization and I started campaigning as a volunteer. And then uh, after a couple of years, I realized it was just so much more important than anything else I could do. So um, I, um, I, I started working full time as an editor and then um, as, the, as the leader of the organization. Um, and um, it's, it, it's a, a wonderful thing to do. I mean, it. it I always say this is the best job in the world. I have the best job in the world because I get to help animals. It's um, exciting and challenging. There's always something new to learn. Mm -hmm. We always have to do lots of research and find out about what happens to animals. We do the undercover investigations. We do science research and legal research. And it's just so varied. And uh, it's such wonderful work. And my personal reward is I'm standing here amongst um, 13 rescued lions, and I know I'm going to take them to a wonderful new life. That's incredible. Such meaningful work. I mean, I'm looking, I have your bio, by the way, up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Jan Creamer, one of the founders of Animal Defenders International. Now, you founded this with your husband, is that correct? I did, yes. Um, we both worked um, for um, animal rights and uh, for the same organizations. Uh, Tim 
made lots of campaign videos over the years and uh, publications work for, for many organizations. And um, we were both um, on the board of the National Anti-Vivisection Society of the UK um, for many years, and we're still on that board. Um, but um, uh, in about 1990, we uh, really saw a, a sea change in the way especially young people felt about animal protection issues. They were uh, interested in all the links between animals, the environment, um, uh, protection of wildlife, protection of the planet, and protection of animals, whether they were in captivity or whether they were in the wild. And um, there was a, a huge change at that time in the way people understood the connection between all of these issues. And uh, so we founded ADI um, in, in a, an effort to um, pr come, come together in one or bring together in one organization what people care about. And it's on the same thing. It's part of that huge. And now for lot as human beings that share, you know, it really now we know so much about their intelligence, the fact that they cover so many hours in stood before. It's now really fine for human beings have we uh, share our plans to treat them with yes when i watch us i look at how been abused i'm sure there's obviously a story than just what else. absolutely i mean I, uh, the animals in circus because mm -hmm. uh, the show in who is all glitzy and glamorous and um the impression is given that that the person in the ring is enjoying themselves and that the animals are enjoying themselves and it's all about fun right. and entertainment and especially entertainment of children mm -hmm. and i think people are absolutely shocked when they see the contrast when they see what happens behind the scenes how the animals live how they're abused the cruelty that goes on to force force them to do tricks that they don't want to do, and also the the deprivation, the deprived environments, a lot of the um, psychological problems that we see in the circus animals is caused by the sheer deprivation of their environment. Spending your whole life on bare boards awesome. uh, with oh. bare bars, being chained constantly every day not being able to free to be free to move around um as you wish and uh, that causes really severe um emotional and psychological problems as well as physical problems you know it's incredible to I, i'm reading on your on your blog on my uh, blog your bio and it talks about how you have secured bans on animal circuses in 27 countries and 44 in the u.s that's quite an accomplishment it's it's amazing how the the campaign has gained momentum, and we're particularly proud of, of having played such a role in that. Because um, it was when we um, sent our people in undercover, mm -hmm. and I've worked undercover myself, and uh, Tim and I have both done that, and we have a real commitment to getting the evidence to show people what's really happening. And I think. If I were to try to find one thing that um, it would be really good for people to do, and that is to support getting the evidence. I I'm, I'm starting to raise my voice. I hope you can hear the noise. I'm here. I'm listening to these lions <laughs> that you're around. You are safe, um, I'm assuming. I'll, just, I'll let you listen to them for just a okay. second. Okay, go ahead. 
And, and that is their morning song. <laughs> Amazing. Now, where are you in relation to them? Are, are they in a secure area? Are you nearby? I mean, tell me what's going on. I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to move out of earshot because everyone has joined in the song. Okay. <laughs> Thirteen lions all greeting the day. There we go. Okay. Incredible. I'm sorry, Janine. That's okay. I was going to say, where where are you standing in relation to these thirteen singing lions where you are in Peru? <laughs> I, I'm standing round, and what I've done is at the top end, a little bit further away from uh, the occupied cages. Where mm-hmm. We've got some empty cages. We're expecting another um, between four and six animals from a couple of locations this week. But, uh, yes, I'm standing right in the middle of our compound. Um, I have um, cages all around me, cages with lions in, mm-hmm. and uh, they've just had their morning feed, and they're now having their straw and their toys replaced. We give them tires and logs and footballs and uh, one of our veterinarians, um, she's going to each cage with some herbs to entertain them. This is all about bringing them out of themselves and showing them that human beings are not the, all the way that they have experienced them to be. We're trying to get them confident, make them happy, keep them interested. Um, they are in, uh, they're in cages, you know, they're quarantine cages, so they're not the kind of freedom that we're going to be taking them to in Colorado. Um, They will have huge enclosures there, and they'll live in underground dens, and they'll be able to do whatever they want to do, um, and they'll have space, which is the most important thing. So for now, uh, in the quarantine compound, we entertain them with footballs and toys and straw and things to to keep them active and interested. Excuse me for a minute. Let me back up a minute. So... These animals that are in Peru right now in these cages, is this a transitional spot where they were rescued by you and now you're going to bring them to Colorado? That's correct, yes. These are, we're working with the government of Peru. Mm -hmm. Um, They have banned the use of wild animals in traveling circuses. And um, now that the ban is coming into force, they have to uh, make sure that those circuses who have these animals um, either sell them or give them to zoos or, um, or, you know, sell them in some way. Those who refuse um, will, have their, will have their animals taken away from them, and that's what we're doing at the moment. We're working with the government to take away from the circuses the animals which are now in, illegal. And in the rescue centre here, we've got 13 lions at the moment and four monkeys, mm-hmm. and um, we're... The, the monkeys will go to sanctuaries in Peru, but the African lions, the government wants to see them taken out of the country. So they're going to be coming to Colorado. And the boys have all started singing again. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start the day, Jan. What a way. Um, this, this, um, I'm going to introduce you to Ray. So okay. if you listen for a moment, this is Ray. Okay. That's that's Ray, one of our males, and uh, he's just letting everyone know that um, he's king of the compound. 
<laughs> I would love to see what this looks like. Do you ever uh, post some pictures on your website or do any video? Um, we do, yes. We've, we're, we've been posting lots of pictures on the website and uh, on the Facebook especially and on our, our Lion Arc um, website. And um, uh, we also, um, we can do Skype from here. Um, so, you know, if ever, um, if ever you have a Skype facility, we can certainly use that. But um, it's, it, I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to be doing to the, these animals, as I say. Um, we'll finish collecting them, hopefully, um, uh, during November. Mm-hmm. There might be one or two more animals that we have to pick up in January. We, we're not sure yet, um, but we have to scour the country and find out where the animals are. Some of the circuses made a run for it. There's one that's been hiding in the jungle for some time, mm. and uh, we're waiting to use where they're seen um, so that we can dash up there and get them. And, um, you know, we've got... Uh, We've got uh, some, some nine lions coming from Colombia. Colombia has also banned uh, wild animals in circuses and mm. have asked us to take their nine of their first lions, and then next year we'll be doing a similar operation with them to pick up the rest of the animals. And we're hoping to collect um, some mountain lions from Argentina, which uh, also need um, to come to Colorado. So um, it's going to be a big complex operation but i think that um by about january february we'll be arriving in the um, the u.s with our our precious charges mm. and handing them over to their new life you are incredible can you talk for a minute about operation lion arc with bob barker oh absolutely yes um well operation lion arc um was uh primarily funded by Bob Barker, and uh, Mr. Barker has also funded this operation. And he's a, a, a great saviour of, of animals, and uh, he absolutely enables people like us to do work that we just love doing. Um, but Lion Ark um, was the, uh, is the movie which was made of our rescue operation in Bolivia. And uh, we've been touring the film festivals in the, in the U.S. for the last year or so. And uh, Lion Ark takes you through the, the journey of 25 of the lions, um, where we collect them in cir- from the circuses and we take them to a rescue center. And uh, just as this one, we um, keep them secure, we keep them in their cages, but we teach them. Um, how to behave like lions again. We, we keep them happy and entertained and get them physically fit, ready for their journey to Colorado. And you see the lions transform, especially one lion who became our star. Uh, he was called Colo Colo, mm-hmm. most aggressive lion I've ever met. He, he just threw himself at us. He just wanted to kill every human he saw. Oh. And you see him transform in, in our rescue center, we, you see when we finally have to break him out of his old circus cage and we put him into a new cage, and then you see him go free in Colorado and you see him at peace, oh. and his whole face has completely changed. You know, you don't see the anger and the pain anymore. You see a happy lion. And uh, 
the film has done wonderfully in the um, in the film festival festivals in the U.S. and we're hoping next year to do some special screenings. And um, it's just been sold into distribution with um, ITV Global Studios, and um, they're going to put it onto DVD and VOD and push it around the world. You know, I'm just smiling. I'm just amazed at what what you are doing. If you look at your life, you're, look where you are right now, today, this beautiful day in Peru, with the, surrounded by these animals. Can you believe where your life is? I mean, is this anything you ever imagined? Um, I don't think that... Um, I, I can't think of anything that I would want to do differently. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, to me, um, to be standing here and to be shouted down by the lion <laughs> during an interview is just a huge privilege. And um, I'm just standing standing with two of the females and, um, and the cubs over here. I'll just move away a little bit so we can hear ourselves. I think they're trying to get some and, time um, on the radio. I, I just it's a huge privilege to be able to do this. Oh, it's great. Amazing. It's just... Uh, I can't imagine anything more rewarding. I think I think really um, that's the, the the core of the whole thing with this, with this kind of work. You know, if you want to really make a difference in the world, if you want to help to create the kind of world we want, continuously growing into a better place for not only people but for animals too then this is amazing work to be able to do. And it is hard work, and uh, it takes a lot of time and a lot of dedication, but, you know, I wouldn't want to do anything else. Do you have people contacting you that want to get involved or, you know, have an internship with you? Or, I mean, if people want to find out more about doing something like this? Oh, absolutely. People should come onto our website um, ad-international.org and on there they'll see um, how they can help us and actually they'll see advertisements at the moment that we're putting on the website um, for people to come and volunteer in this rescue centre um, it is very hard physical work and there are lots of um, rules that must be obeyed safety mm-hmm. rules for people and safety rules for the animals yes um, but anyone who um, can get themselves a ticket and get themselves to uh, Lima, Peru and has the right kind of um, resume that we need and can do hard physical work, then, you know, they'd have an opportunity to join the most wonderful project and to be close to these beautiful, beautiful animals and to help them. And I also wanted to add, I noticed you had a fundraising gala in L.A. Was that recently with... Uh Bob Barker? Uh, We did, yes. Um, That was a a year or so ago. Um, Mm -hmm. We are hoping to have another um, fundraising gala next year, um, especially to help um, this operation, um, which is called Spirit of Freedom. And uh, we're raising funds for this and also for Colombia because uh, one of the important things about all of the bans on animal circuses that we've got around the world is to ensure that governments have the reassurance that they're going to be helped. If a government passes a law to ban animal circuses, their first question is, well, what do we do with the animals? 
Right. If people don't sell their animals themselves, then what do we do? And it's important for us as campaigners for animals to to step up and say, well, we will help. We mm-hmm. will find homes. And so um, we'll be doing this again in Colombia. Fantastic. And will you keep me posted on any L.A. events uh, that are coming up in the new year? Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely, Janine. Um, I'll let you know. Um, where and when we're going to be doing things in L.A. Um, okay. As you know, we have our office there, and that's the center of our uh, U.S. operations. And uh, we'll certainly keep you keep you up to date with what we're doing. Fantastic. And if people want to get in touch with you, should they find you on Facebook, Jan Creamer? Absolutely. Jan Creamer on Facebook. And uh, I have a, a blog, Um and Facebook is uh, probably the most up-to-date uh, thing in that I do a little message every couple of days. Did you want to add any last bit of uh, advice or, or just uh, anything you want to say before we wrap up? Um, actually, Janine, yes, I would. Okay. I think the most important thing to say to people is to pass on to everyone they know um, who, who might go to see uh, animals used in entertainment, in a show or in the circus, and to say to them, before you do that, just think about how those animals live and how they were made to do what you see them doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, go to the human-only circus instead. Yes, that's great advice. Jan, I want to thank you so much for calling in. I mean, I really, you're one busy woman, and you're juggling so much, and I so appreciate you took the time to call in from Peru this morning. Okay, well, thank you so much for inviting me, and uh, it, it's been great speaking with you, and um, thank you for the opportunity to tell people about these wonderful animals. Well, you know, I'm thinking about the bravery you have and the dedication, and I just want to thank you for all you're doing. Thank you so much, Janine. Okay. Have a wonderful day. And you. Take look, care. Okay. Look forward to meeting Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. That was Jan Creamer, one of the co-founders of ADI, Animal Defenders International. And if you missed any part of today's show, it will be up on my show blog a few minutes uh, after, well, I'd say about 1030 this morning. Uh, You're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Uh, We'll be back in just a little bit.